hello, y'all. Welcome to another episode of the Nikki Lee Podcast, where it is tea time every Tuesday. Grab your favorite tea or coffee drink, pull up a chair, and let's chat. Hey, hey, friends. Happy Tuesday. How's the weather where you are? really nice here. Really, really nice. We have the best breeze. It's a strong breeze. We've had a strong breeze for the past several weeks, actually. But today, it's not blowing hot air in our faces. (laughs) We're not um, sweating. Feels so good. Some kind of cold front or something came through and Brought in some nice, beautiful, cooler weather. And I love it. So, we finished. We. I'm talking about my family. Me and my two boys. My husband and my son. We finished a 5K today. I can't even remember the exact name of it. It's some kind of... My husband saw something maybe a month ago, something on the internet about running a 5k or half marathon or a marathon, but it's themed. It's a themed running thing. And it's a, it's a, a virtual is what it's called. It's a virtual 5k. So you just make it your own. You can choose the 5k the half marathon the marathon wherever you want to do it wherever you want to um not where um wherever you want to um I can't even talk today y'all I'm so tired 5k (laughs) I have not done a 5k in a very long time so forgive me if I'm like y'all I'm I'm really tired. (laughs) Oh, this is awful. Anyway, you can choose where you want to do your run or your walk. And you can choose your partners and choose your theme. There were so many different themes. There was a Snoopy theme. There was um, a Sonic the Hedgehog theme, which that's the one we did. A virtual... Gosh, what do they call it? A virtual dash something. Ugh, my mind is gone. But anyway, we chose the Sonic the Hedgehog theme because our kiddo loves Sonic the Hedgehog. And so, yeah, we got our 5K done today. Didn't do a lot of running. I had my time with running years ago. I miss it. I really do. But my body does not allow that anymore. <laughs> it's particular my my knees, they're just they're just gone, they're shot. So, we mostly walked it, jogged a little bit, but it felt really good. I'm just really tired and some things are hurting, but it is what it is. We did it as a family. So, I don't know if this is like a an all year thing. I need to ask my husband that. I don't know. I'll have to share the information about it. It was super fun. It was something that we could do together as a family. So I really enjoyed it. It was nice. We got medals and everything. I'm definitely going to share pictures on 
my Facebook page about that. So be looking out for that. I am trying to recuperate with (laughs) drinking some ginger peach tea that also has some turmeric in it. Turmeric is really good to um, calm down inflammation. So here's hoping it works. (laughs) So the past couple of weeks, we've been chatting about marriage, the marriage relationship. And no, my husband is not with me. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure many of y'all will miss hearing his voice, but he is not with me because this is the final installment, really, um, on the series of marriage that I really wanted to touch on. We've talked about a lot. We talked about time management as a couple, um, basically making time for each other. Why is it so hard? For not all, right? Like, not all couples find it difficult to make extra time for one another, but I would have to say many couples, many married couples do struggle with finding time to just spend with one another. So we we chatted about that, um, really looking at your calendar and seeing what what exactly is taking up my time. I think that's really important. It was very helpful for us keeping our own calendars, but our calendars are in sync with one another and we really get to see you know, we really do make time for the things that we care about, right? So <laughs> I think the time is there. It's just the question is why? Why am I finding it so hard to make time for my spouse? We also talked about Song of Solomon. We um, gave y'all the Song of Solomon challenge, which we did as well. Be honest, how many of y'all actually did it? <laughs> How many of y'all actually read through the book or um, the Song of Solomon with your spouse? I I know for a fact that at least one couple did because she told me. But I haven't heard from anybody else, so I found that interesting. Um, so that was that was interesting. Praying together, we talked about um, making time to pray together. Why is that so hard? And if you're not praying with your spouse, why not? These are just questions that I think we should be pondering often. Why why am I finding it so hard to make time for my spouse and why aren't we praying together? Like it doesn't have to be some 5-minute prayer, but it also takes time, right? So, I get that. Um yeah, we, we, we talked about, we talked about a lot. So what are we doing? Me and my husband, we shared with y'all that we did and still do at times struggle with time management as far as getting date nights on the schedule. And speaking of date night, we had a date night last week and it was so fun. Very refreshing. We had a really good time. We went to a restaurant that neither of us had eaten that before. It was really, really, really good. It was called Hugo's Lost Colony. And it was kind of Tex-Mex, Tex-Mex food. But it was so delicious. Fresh. I felt like the chef was 
literally standing next to my table making this, making our meal. It, it was so delicious. And the atmosphere was really nice. The ambiance was beautiful. And conversation was really good. It was really good to make time for one another. And I think it was like on a Thursday night. <laughs> so, you know, depending on your schedule, it doesn't always have to be on a weekend, right? And also depending on childcare, I get it. Uh, that was us the first several years of our of our kids' life. Like it was hard to find the right sitter, you know, um, making time for that. So I get that. We've been there. But it's important. It's very important to make time to spend with your spouse. Time that's not just, hey, let's, um, <laughs> you know, once the kids are all down at night and now now you're exhausted, it's 8, 9 o'clock at night, you've been talking all day at work and you just don't want to talk anymore. I know, it's exhausting. Been there. Still there, actually. <laughs> um, but But that's something that my husband and I are still working on. Another thing that we're working on is spending some time away. So in almost 18 years of marriage, it'll be 18 years in June, we just talked about this today. We, I believe we've taken maybe four or five trips away. I think four of those trips were pre-kiddo, pre-having our kid. So that was really nice, but I get it. You know, like after you have your kids, it, it becomes a little more difficult to navigate and try to figure out um, who can keep your kid. You know, if you don't have family, if you don't have your mom or dad, the grandparents are close to watch your kids. It's, it's really hard. So I get it. Also thinking about the financial part of going away with your spouse. So it it it, it can take a lot of planning. However, <laughs> let me just take time to say this. Um our kiddo is almost 11 and we love him dearly. Love him dearly. And whenever we are away, even if it's just half a day or overnight, or for the first time last year for our anniversary, we were gone for three whole days. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and laugh. Three whole days. It wasn't even a week, but it was three days. But that's a long time. That's a long time when you have never left your child in the care of anyone else for that long. And it was a little difficult. It was a little difficult. So I know that there there are other couples who find that difficult. And look, I get it. There are some couples who they've they've made it up in their minds. Look, we're we're not going anywhere. We're not going to leave our kids with anyone until they graduate out of our house. <laughs> that that could be a very long time, very long time. But hey, if you if that's something that you and your spouse have come up with, go for it. That that's what's gonna work for y'all. You do you. But <laughs> I can't. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't imagine at least not taking a few days away if the child care is there. Obviously, 
to spend that time with my spouse away from all the responsibilities and all the stress of just everyday life and just making time for one another. Just, just the two of you. So that's my next question. Where are we going to (laughs) go? What are we going to do? This is something that we're pondering. So I'd love to hear your ideas. Um, We'd like to go away for our anniversary this year. It may be a couple of months later. It is what it is. But we have made it up in our mind that we want to go away for a few days. Just us as a couple. Spend spend some quality time together. So we'd love your ideas. Where Where do you think we should go? doesn't have to be in Texas. We're willing to travel. Just obviously not out the country because we're not going to be gone for that long. Um, but just thinking of some really nice places to go and see and um, maybe even someplace romantic. I wouldn't mind that at all. So give me some ideas. I would love some ideas. Um, next week, a very special show been trying to talk this up, but just kind of making a segue into, or I should say a segue from moving from the marriage topics that we've discussed the past several weeks and continuing with marriage, but on a different level. Something that is super important in the marriage relationship, but I think may have gotten a little lost in some of our marriages. So, uh, we have special guests coming to the show next week. Matt and Jen Schmidt with Intimate Covenant. And we had a fantastic conversation with them, myself and my husband. My husband was on with me. And Matt and Jen, and we just discussed a lot. (laughs) They are the hosts of the Intimate Covenant podcast. And they are a beautiful Christian couple who does not mind sharing their brokenness within their marriage, but also sharing how... God has just blessed them through their brokenness and has just created such a beautiful bond. So look out for that episode next week. I'm really excited to share it with y'all. It was really good. Very enlightening. May even make you blush a little bit, which is okay. It's good. It's fine. It's all good. <laughs> I think I think that in our marriages we're we're missing the blushing. Like what happened to all the blushing? Do you remember how much you used to blush before you got married? You know when your when your boyfriend would say certain things to you, make you smile, or you'd say things to your fiance and they they'd kind of look <laughs> look away or or chuckle, or feel embarrassed, even blush a little. What happened to that? <laughs> it's like we, we got married and blushing no longer exists. It's, 
it just, it no longer exists. So I think it's time that we bring blushing back into our marriages. Blushing, it's not just for those couples that are dating. It's not just for high school kids, right? Like like these high school relationships. (laughs) I'm not knocking high school relationships. I'm just saying that they do a lot more blushing. Um, with each other than than a lot of married couples do. So I'm really looking forward to it. And I hope that you um, gain something from it. And hey, you do not have to wait for my podcast next Tuesday to start listening to the Intimate Covenant podcast. You can find them on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, they also have a Facebook page intimate covenant so you can look them up um there as well and there's several episodes already so i advise you to not only try listening to them um for yourself but listen to them as a couple you know i I think that's something that my husband and i have started to do do more things together we found that we weren't having an issue doing things with other people. And, you know, we would have our little outings and things like that. But it's like, huh, we have lunches all the time with our friends or, you know, our colleagues or whatever. But I look at my calendar and I'm like, where's my date night? (laughs) Hmm. We're missing it, y'all. We're missing it. So we can do better. We can do so much better. It doesn't matter how long you've been married. One week, three weeks, five months, eight years, or 50 years. I'm sure there's some things that we can continue to grow in individually, but also as a couple. So I hope that the past several weeks have been helpful for you and your marriage and maybe cause you to even look at yourself and think, hmm, okay, maybe there are some things that I can work on and learn how to better communicate with your spouse because we talked about this. Our spouses cannot read our minds, ladies (laughs) and gentlemen, if you're listening. Our spouses cannot read our minds. Um, It would be nice, right? Like, it would be really nice for me to just look at my husband and be like, hello. And then he just say, oh, okay. But that's not going to (laughs) happen. So we have to communicate better. We have to do better with our time management and making that time to spend with one another. We, We make time for all of these other things, including our kids, right? We make time to drop our kids off at all these practices every single day and games every week, all the things. But let's look at what we're doing with our calendars and are we making time for our marriages? Very, very important. Very important. So yeah, this this is good. This is good. I hope that y'all have a fabulous, uh, I can't even talk. So I'm telling you y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm going down fast. (laughs) I'm going down really fast. I hope that you have a fabulous week. 
And I look forward to um, hearing from y'all next week when we chat with Matt and Jen from Intimate Covenant. Until next time. Thank you so much for joining me today for a little tea talk where it's always a great time to live out, be real, be true, be you.